0: I was working in town one afternoon attending some business affair. When I heard a commotion a couple streets over I wondered what's happening there When a young man come running from in that direction then he stopped just to catch his breath. I asked him, please tell me Me and he said I was trying to catch The crippled man Didn't even away. He's rushing home To tell everyone What Jesus did today And the good man was telling Myself and the deaf girl He's leaving to answer God's call I know it's hard to believe, but if you don't trust me, as my blind man, he saw it all. As my blind man, he saw it all. My friends, if the troubles and burdens you carry... There's no relief to be found, that very same Jesus that altered the future of a blind man to death and lame, is still reaching out in your hour of trouble. self and the deaf girl he's leaving to answer god's call i know it's hard to believe but if you don't trust me as the
1: blind man he saw it all as the
0: blind man he saw it all
1: Good morning, church. Welcome to Cross Plains Baptist Church. Drive-in service. I've lost count at this point. So, but we're glad to see you all. Glad to see you're here. We serve a risen Savior this morning. He's worthy of our praise. Sing Jesus Messiah, and what a friend we have in Jesus. So, whichever song you know, or hopefully both of them, sing out the best you can without the words in front of you. He became sin. thank you so much lord for the opportunity and the freedom to gather here as your people lord to celebrate you and to praise who you are and god the things that you have done for us truly we have no better friend in our existence than you Um, no other friend has laid down their lives for us the way that you have lord we are so grateful to be able to gather around your word and with your people lord may we learn of you this morning pastor scott brings your word in christ's name amen
2: amen and amen you too so i'm glad to see we're keeping that alive with our holy honks that is a way for us to be engaged you will notice uh that over today is memorial weekend i should say saturday sunday and tomorrow is memorial day we'll talk about that in just a moment but uh hopefully you're enjoying it um being outside today. So as we met last Sunday night, the leaders, we got together on uh, looking at how our state is um, uh, kind of lifting some of the restrictions. We have framed a letter that went out on our, I think it was Facebook and Instagram uh, as well, and then on our website. And you should have gotten one in the mail as well. I've asked Pastor Roger to uh, frame this letter On behalf of our church So that we can uh, Take the next steps For us to be able to assemble together I'm grateful that we're able to still meet The way we are In fact, I would say that We have that right to meet And we're going to meet But we want to be very uh, uh, Diligent and discerning In how we do that So we sent a letter out And I just want to read Some bullet points for a reminder I noticed some of you have uh, chosen to be here in the lawn chairs outside in front of your vehicles. That is great to see. Uh, but just some things to think about as we move forward over the next couple weeks. One is that remember uh, this: everything we're trying to do is about mainly our comfort level, and everybody has a different comfort level with the uh, with the COVID virus. That was uh, seemed to have not. We've curbed that thing a little bit, but you are responsible for your own comfort level. Kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, it is not required today that you get out of your vehicle, but if, you, if you're you not, uh, want, don't want to get out, that's fine. If you choose to get out, bring it on, so be it. If you choose to sit outside, uh, we would ask that you remain, at least practice a little bit of social distancing. If you're not sure what that is, see Serenity. She will point it out. Social distancing uh, is, uh, she's, I think the governor appointed her that job. Actually, as far as cross point is concerned, And then, um, as you, you may be comfortable outside around others, but it doesn't mean that everybody is. So just kind of keep that in mind as we, uh, move forward. And, uh, but remember we are grateful to meet together anywhere, anytime that we can as a body of believers. So, um, I'm excited. I'm very, uh, the way I, my personality is and the way I tend to pastor is, one foot on the gas at all time on the accelerator and now it feels like I got one foot on the accelerator one on the brake all the time, but, uh, we want to make sure that we're honoring God in all things and we want to be respectful to each other. Uh, we don't want anybody sick or anything like that, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we are a church that is growing, um, individually as believers. We're growing as a body, saint, sanctifying, but also we want to invite people and uh, make sure that they have a comfort level as well. So you be praying for our church over the next several weeks as we plan and meet and and kind of start laying out uh, how we will be conjugating together over the next uh, in, in the future. Well, today is uh, the day that we typically celebrate Memorial Day here at Cross Point Baptist Church, and uh, you can't see it. It just dawned on me as we. We have some signs that are out. Uh, you pro- I went back in the back, and you can't see them, but I have one in front of me. And the sign simply says, "You are loved. Love your CrossPoint family." And the the premise of the message today, and we're going to talk about how to honor those that have went on before us, that have passed. Talk about even maybe our military that have given their lives. Um, but we also, how do we, how do we use that in every day for the living and that's what i want us to be reminded of that we are to be loving each other now what that looks like i think the beauty of the bible is he just says to love each other he doesn't he doesn't give us a bullet uh list of this to do have to do because it's how we love you get to use your own ingenuity godly ingenuity to love on each other word is prayer it is uh, praying for each other it is uh, random gifts of kindness all these things are ways that we love each other but today if we could turn our attention for just a moment um, that Memorial Day tomorrow is that day that we celebrate as a nation now I want to give you a very brief reminder of how we got this day well, Memorial Day is, or it's, it's also called a Decoration Day. It actually started after the Civil War and the Confederate ladies would decorate the headstones of their fallen soldiers. And it's caught on later in the North. And uh, in 1966, President Lyndon Johnson declared Memorial Day the last day of May to honor all the fallen soldiers from all eras and um, Carla and I will periodically go to a cemetery and um, whether it's Bethel or here in Mount Moriah, there's, there's a lot of, I've been in a lot of cemeteries actually officiating funerals and even when I'm there by myself, I'll look and, and see some of the old tombstones and some of them date way, way back and uh, there's a history there that, that individual has but a lot of times, if it's a military headstone, I know that there is another story there that needs to be remembered and not. Well, over the years, we've um, this is, uh, kind of grew into honoring all those, not just military, but perhaps family members or significant people in your life that we want to take tomorrow or this weekend and not make it about the family gatherings, uh, primarily. Not make it about the picnics and all the things that we uh, hot dogs and hamburgers. And I love hot dogs and hamburgers. But we don't want to make it about that. We want to make it about remembering people. Remembering lives. Remembering the story. Remembering souls. And you know what I found? The best way to honor life is to love those that are around you. Honk if that's a good, good thought there.
1: Right.
2: We we have a tendency to honor those that have passed on and, and begrudge those that are before us. We have to be very very cautious and, and 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 make that concerted effort to love the one that's in front of you. Well, we memorialize all uh, and honor all that have passed. Some heroes in all genders, all shapes, all sizes. We want to remember those and. You may think, well, that's that's good, Pastor. Uh, that's that's warm, and, and we yeah, we better do that. But I would remind you that that's not why we're here. That's not why we meet. We meet to honor the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me in the Book of Matthew, chapter fourteen, and to show you how important it is to remember to memorialize uh, these people in our lives. We're going to look to the one that we are to emulate Known as Jesus Christ As a believer, you're to follow his example In Matthew 14, we see something very interesting And then I get to tell you of a real life example That happened on Friday As it relates to this very point Matthew chapter 14, verse 12 and 13 Read as this Uh, By the way, the context is John the Baptist was beheaded. He was just beheaded. He was martyred uh, for telling the truth. And here's how the verse reads, uh, verse 12, and then we'll read verse 13. Then his disciples came and took away the body, the being of John the Baptist, and buried it, and went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Jesus heard that news, and he went to be alone. Why? And there's a great study you can do there on, on that very thought, on why. Is it because John the Baptist was his cousin? Not necessarily. Is it because John the Baptist was a great great man, as Jesus said, no greater man on this earth? Not necessarily. I think he was reflecting and, and memorializing that like who was the forerunner for Christ himself. He was the forerunner. He was the one. John the Baptist was the one who says, I come as a forerunner to, to tell you he's the one. He's the lamb. He's the one that's going to take away the sins of the world. And as, as Jesus hears this news, he wants to be alone. Look at what it says in verse 14. He departed by boat. To a deserted place by himself. I like to add in my little funny here. Caitlin, when she was younger, she was trying to figure life out. And as I said, Caitlin, what I would want you to do, I want you to go alone in your room. No no, no music, no TV anything. Just, Just be alone with your thoughts for a little bit. And she said, I don't have any thoughts. She literally said that. So uh, she's grown since then. She has some thoughts now. And the good news is that as we are alone with our thoughts, sometimes that's a good thing. It's a great thing. Be careful. Too much alone time could be a bad thing. By God's design, we need each other. That's by God's design. To remember and reflect on John is why Jesus went to a deserted place to deal perhaps with his hurt as well. You know, I'm a part of Grief Share now, Peggy and I, um, on Thursday nights, we, um, by via Zoom, we are able to still have Grief Share, one of the hottest ministries, spiritually speaking, of our church that is really um, not well known. And this week we actually had another one join. So we've had uh, three um, in our Grief Share, By way of Zoom, Peggy and I were doing the Brady Bunch thing on the screen, looking at everybody and, and coming together. And what is amazing about that, though, is everybody's grief is different. It's their grief. And everybody is grieving, perhaps in a little bit of a different way. But the source of the comfort is the same for all. Jesus Christ. He comes. He knows. He can identify with our hurt. Our heart. So sometimes we may need to be alone with our grief, but be careful because obviously we're not Jesus. But Crosspoint Baptist Church, we, we're good as a church family. We are very good at coming alongside each other. Uh, very well. Jesus didn't stay in his grief. Look in verse 14, if you will, the very next verse down. It says, uh, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. He didn't stay in his grief. Now, I'm also reminded through Grief Share that we don't get over grief. We go through it. We, we, we live a life that is before us. And he turned his ministry into action. He turned his, his life into action. If you'll turn with me to Matthew 26, go just a couple chapters forward, if you will, more toward the back of the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 26, and you'll see in verse 16 through 13, I'm going to read this as a narrative, and then I'm going to share something that happened on Friday that I think is very telling and would serve as a reminder for you and a reminder for me that we can do the exact same thing. Matthew chapter twenty six, verse six. This is uh, well. Let's just read it. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the Leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil, and she poured it on his head, as he who sat at the table. As he sat at the table, but when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, "Why the waste? For this fragrant oil." might have been sold for much and given to the poor but when jesus was aware of it he said to them why do you trouble the woman for she has done a good work for me for you have the poor with you always but me you do not have always for in pouring this fragrant oil on my body she did it for my burial she was moralizing him but surely i say to you wherever the gospel is preached in the whole world what this woman has done will also be as a memorial to her now mary was not fully aware of the symbolism of his death she didn't fully fully understand it she did uh uh, prior to him what was usually done after death she was doing it prior to why all because of her love her devotion Her commitment to Jesus Christ. You know, if I can parallel that in a little bit in our lives, I would ask you this question. How much do you love those that are closest to you? Now, let me really get in there. Perhaps, how much do you love those that are under the same roof as you? That share the same table as you? Now, you would real quick be quick to answer, well, yeah, I love them. The next part of that is how much are you devoted to them? How much are you devoted to them? How much are you committed to them? And that's what we see out of Mary. It was more than, I told you I love you when we got married, and when it changes, I'll let you know. It, it was a, it was a. she was all in in her relationship with Jesus Christ. Let it be a reminder for us, because life is so short. Let it be a reminder to us to love those that are first closest to you, near you. I would encourage you to love those that are a phone call away. You know, we are reminded by Scripture that life is but a vapor, it's here gone. Dallas Ferguson told me about life and how life, how the span of life, how fast it goes. And he says, Don't blink, you'll miss it. You'll miss it. It's that fast, a lifespan can travel before our eyes. But here, Mary honors Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to have him first and foremost in your life, but to honor those, love on those, be patient with those that are closest to you. That's how we honor them now. if we memorialize anything in a person, make it the God stuff. So I want to share something that happened to me on Friday. Carla and I had a little bit of time and we was driving through Mount Moriah and I was going to share with her the places of the tombstones of people that we, uh, even just from Crosspoint alone, we have a lot of people that we, I've officiated there, right there at Mount Moriah and, and some others as well outside of our church. And I noticed a man uh, by himself cleaning off a tombstone with a broom and he had some flowers and stuff with him and very typical you perhaps you've seen this as well and as we was watching this man he was going to other tombstones as well and it it, kind of moved me to the point of what would motivate this man to clean tombstones of people that he has no idea about it was a very endearing moment watching him do this and I told Carlson I gotta I gotta I gotta go talk to this guy for a moment and I thought I knew who it was, and as I got closer, I was right. One of our local judges is who it was. And he was talking about how he likes to come and honor his parents and grandparents and their family plots. But if he sees another plot that just needs a little bit of cleaning up, he just feels obliged to do that because that's a life. That's a lot, And, um, man, it just stuck with me. Because there's so many tombstones. There's no way he's going to clean them all. But to be that sensitive to thought that that's a life. I don't know their story. I I don't even know the name other than what's written on there. I don't know who they are, where they're from. I don't know if they were a good person. If they were a person that did great things. Or a person that struggled in life. But he took the time by cleaning that plot is honoring a life. So I would encourage you today. That's our hands-on lesson. What can you do? today on uh, or tomorrow to honor life. I would encourage you to honor those that have passed. If you have the wherewithal, if you have the means to go to a cemetery or a loved one, take some time, tell those stories about your loved ones. I almost wore today, but it was uh, just wouldn't have been proper. My dad had a uniform shirt. He worked for Sears for 42 years, drove a truck, a gray work shirt with a patch and Uh, I can still fit in that shirt. I'm pretty happy about that. But um, uh, that work uniform, telling those stories uh, is a way of honoring uh, those that have went on prior to us. Take the God stuff out of those people and and honor that, but also spending time with each other. And that's really the point I want us to share this morning. Be encouraged to love each other. Is it good to see each other this morning? Isn't it good? It's just good. It's just good. If I hear a long honk, that means somebody fell asleep on the horn. I know what that means. But uh it's just good to see each other. Even the little bit of hope. Look at what it does. The sun and it rained last night and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm so tired. This rain. It just didn't stop. And do we have outside service? Do we not? How are we gonna pull this off and and to see the sun out this morning? To see. People that have chosen to be outside their vehicles—it's just encouraging to see that, and to be able to laugh and smile at each other. Uh, it uplifts your 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 spirits, if only for that day. But it gives us an outlook for our church body, also for the, for the future. But turn with me to Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter two. We want to remember people in life remember people in life, we today have a great plan to enjoy life together. Our old family's going to be together. Our Carla's dad is, or my father-in-law is coming up, and we got plans just to eat and tell the same old stories and swap all that, and we'll do our best to practice uh, social distancing, but it's also a time to honor life. You got one life. All that you know is you got one day. That's all you really know. You got one life, and today, make today that day. Oh, I love talking about these things How, of of making it count. Make life count. We spend so much time just eking our way through. We spend so much time. Over analyzing and thinking too much sometimes. Sometimes we just need to live. Now, you may think, but that's not how life's set up. It is. When you understand that you have Christ in your life, you are alive. So why not let's act like it? Why not let's live like Why not let's think like it? Let's take on his mindset. In Philippians chapter 2, tells us exactly that. Chapter 2, look in verse 5. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, don't be the living dead. Don't walk around like a spiritual zombie. Let's walk around with purpose in our step. Why? Because of the purpose in our heart. What is that mind that was in Christ? Verse uh, uh, in verse one through four. Therefore, if any, if if there is any consolation in Christ, and that word "if" doesn't mean I hope there is. It means since. That word "if" means since. Since there is consolation in Christ. Since there is comfort of love in him, if you know him, you will experience that comfort of love. If there is any fellowship in the spirit, if you know him, you will have that fellowship in the spirit, in his spirit. If or since there is affection and mercy. If you're a believer today, if you're a believer today, there's a reason to, to celebrate Mercy, and here's why. Here's what mercy means: that God hasn't given us what we deserve. Now you may be thinking, "I deserve sunshine and lollipops. This is great. You don't know how good I am, but you don't know what all I've done, Pastor. I do Meals on Wheels. I do all kinds of things. You don't know how good I am. That's I'm not the one that, that you need to be uh, worried about impressing, because God knows the heart.